our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
Look, my day job as a firefighter is tough, but my night job as a social media manager, my Persian cat Jinxie, that's intense. It's 8 p.m., I've finally gotten home from another 24-hour shift, and I just want to kick back with a cold one, but... Old Jinxie knocks my beer right off the counter and gives me that look that says, no drinking on the clock. But Heineken Zero Zero keeps us both happy. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I get my drink, and I can still work on Jinxie's new line of merch. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's episode, can't remember, of the season eight of the Fighting Cod podcast. I'm joined by Alex from Bristol. All right? Yep. What's going on? Not a lot. Do you want to tell people where we are? Nah. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? So basically, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm out in Wiltshire, and I thought, oh, Alex lives out in the West Country. We'll meet up and we'll do the pod, and it doesn't mean I have to go back to London. And I was like, well, where should, where should we do it? And Alex goes, oh, I know this little place called Farringdon, uh, not the Farringdon in London, a no. place in Oxfordshire. Uh, so I was sitting in my car. And uh, in a weird little side street, just outside someone's house. This is a new low. It, it, it is a low. It yeah. feels. Like, it feels like a low. We're um, taking an L, as the kids say. Taking a what? I don't know. They say that, don't they? Okay. Um, you're, you're, you've taken an L this week. Why? Um, because you were off to Thailand, weren't you? You'd want to. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. No, I just, I just want to talk about it just for a second because right. it, because it links to football. Um, so yeah, you was you won a trip to go to Thailand because you was the best salesman in your company. Yep. Weeks all paid, all expensive paid. Yep. You and the missus. Yep. And can't go, can you? Well, we've got some some issues with childcare. Childcare. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. As like uh, as uh, as Godfather, I will take care of your child. Godfather, you can't just appoint yourself. It's, she's not a front seat. You can't <laughs> shotgun her. Right. So all you've done is just said, "Oh, I'll be Godfather." Oh yeah, in the WhatsApp group, and then that seems to have come to pass. Yeah. So, and what I'm saying is, as, as my, Ollie, Ollie can have her. My, as a duty of godfather, Ollie's at work and that. Well, I'll, I'll take care of her for a week. Yeah, but you won't. What do you mean? Of course I will. How? What? In what way? Why isn't that an acceptable thing? Because so would Rianne be alright with me looking after your one and only child? Absolutely not. <laughs> Why? <laughs> if you had any fighting chance, you would need me on your side. This <laughs> is this is like Brexit votes in Parliament. You need me to have any chance. You need my vote. Look, I'm doing and you a favour. I ain't going to fight for it. I'm doing you a favour. I I can't. I wouldn't be able to relax. You see that cat up there? Cat. Yeah. Oh, in that window. On the Keeps house, looking yeah. at me. I want to punch its face in. But I I can't believe we're sat in a car watching a cat. What's that? That's my parking. <laughs> a woman with a ginormous ass just walked past. The size of that? That set, is mental. Set off the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tell you what else is disappointing this week: mm. the news of Harry Kane's injury. Yep, that's tough. You took it particularly bad. I know, yeah. I'm, and, and I bet it was partly because you knew deep down you wasn't going to Thailand. No, no, no. I didn't know. And I, I took it bad because I'm sick of that little biscuit ankled prick <laughs> getting injured right when we need him all the time. He's going to miss an absolute. This is like this is the worst time. It yeah, could, could possibly happen. He's going to miss the Dortmund game. He's going to miss a semi-final, second leg, a final if we get there. A clutch of Premier League games, including Chelsea away and Arsenal away. But he has come out and said, "You know what? I know the club have said early March, but I'm letting everyone know." I'm going to be back for the end of Feb. Yeah. That's but what he said. What happened last time he did this? No, he got back. He yeah, fit. was shite. Yeah, he won't fit. But what I'm saying is, visualise to realise, if he's saying that, then it will come to pass. Well, that's fine. But it's it's gutting. And the fact, well, hopefully we've heard better news on Sissoko, haven't we? But um, Have we? Because someone said he was out for a month. I thought he was out for a month. And then I thought, uh, then I 
before. Uh, I saw someone from the club saying that he'd be back after the Fulham game. So you're genuinely disappointed that Sissoko's not. Well, I never thought I'd say that, but <laughs> uh, but just of the fact that there was no one else. Dembele's gone today, which we'll talk about later, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and it's just. I don't know. And the manner of that defeat as well to United. For that to happen, the last kick of the game with Kane. And you're just thinking, come on. I know. Yeah, it did. And even when he went over, he was like, oh dear. Yeah, he was quite upset going off. Yeah. He knew. He knew what he'd done. Is it the same ankle then? Uh, Well, I think both his ankles are just like... Crap. Yeah, he's like got the ankles of a four-year-old girl. Does it worry you that 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 could end up being... Yeah. You know, like we'd look back at Michael Owen over time and think hamstrings. Yeah. Yeah, um, worry's the wrong word. Nothing in football really worries me, but um, well, you're right. I'm con- <laughs> I'm concerned that, uh, that that this is going to be a reoccurring. Well, it's proven to be already. He's done yeah. the last three seasons. He's done. He's done it. He, we've he's missed large parts of the last three seasons. So yeah, he's 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 prone to that kind of injury. But what I would say, as someone who's done their ankle ligaments twice. Hmm. That the recovery for each time, if it's a similar sort of injury, is uh, it just increases. It's quite a common injury as well. I'm sure anyone that's played a lot of football or done a lot of exercise that involves that part of your body has probably has probably done it to some extent. And when they say sh- a strain of ankle ligaments, like, there's so many different levels of that hmm. that uh, that you never quite know. Look, yeah, it's disappointing, but especially with Sissoko out now, I have no. They cannot have any excuse for not dipping, even if it's a toe into. This transfer market. In what respect? How, why do you think that? Because Levy's not going to spend a significant amount of money to, to, to replace Kane for what six or seven weeks, and that player will then no, will be surplus to requirements. As I just as mean in terms of in terms of a bit of depth, because I've seen what other people have said about you know doing a starting <laughs> eleven without Suzuko and, and Kane in it, and you know with Lucas playing up front, or you know when you know and the fact that Sun's away as well. But it's just. I, I personally believe that if they don't do anything just to uh, address just some depth, even if it's a, some on loan to the end of the year or whatever, just as a some as a token to be able to give the, the gaffers something to work with, mm-hmm. and that's the, and that's the point to work with over these times. Then what, 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 is it is it almost not writing the season off? I was not going to say that, but what I mean is, it does feel a bit like well, that's that then. But if we hadn't, if we don't, if we didn't have Sissoko, um, sorry, Lorente. And he was at Swansea on the fringes of the squad. You're talking about Lorente going this month? No, no, that won't. That's not, that would be madness. Then I'd generally be going like, what the fuck but is you, going but on you at the squad? you can't expect Lorente to be playing up but, front again. Well, my point is, Alex, right, is that uh, if he was playing on the fringes at, uh, at Swansea, hmm. or was just in the Swansea side, and someone said, oh, well, yeah, 15 million, you can get him for this period, people would be biting their hands off. We have him. He's done okay since... He's never yeah. had, a, had a run in the in in the first team. Mm-hmm. He knows the squad. He knows the tactics that Pochettino has that will ask of him. Just let him play. Well, the tactics would have to change. I think that's my point. The tactics for the the squad will have to change. Like the first eleven, we'll yeah. have to probably go wide and yeah. try and hit the bylines. Mm. But that's an option. That's something we can do and yeah, work no, on. I'm not saying we don't have options. All I'm saying is is I just think. Uh, he needs more options, and the fact and of if if Suzuko is out, I'm, I'm not sure what the, what the length is on Suzuko. But say Suzuko is out, Dembele's just gone. You know, Dyer's still on his way back. Who knows? Who knows how sharp and he's going to come in? It's a it's ten even during this period of time. It's such a short turnaround between games because of all the competitions that we're in mm. that it's I don't know. It, it does worry me. Usually with signings, like I said, it was start of the year. You know, I wasn't overly concerned with the lack of signings, but 
but now I just feel we're in a situation where we're in still in all competitions, right? Not the title, but we're still in you know free competitions, and we've got you know there's going to be a battle now for top four. United seem to have turned a part of a corner, mm. and and that fight is on. And so you can't just negate all of that because of the stadium. No, you've got, you've got to be responsible well, uh, rep- as a club. Reports are saying that there's a fifteen fifty million pound war chest. <laughs> that what? gets you fuck all now. <laughs> it's not a war chest, is it? It's a uh, that is uh, that's what he's found. That's what might be down the back of someone's relative football sofa. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely not a war chest. It's like a, a suitcase. Yeah, look, we'll see. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he ended up pulling something out of the bag—a ridiculous loan for someone who can't get a team. They've been talking about Malcolm, haven't they? Malcolm, right. yeah, I know nothing about him other than the fact that we wanted to buy him and Barcelona did. So that's a good sign, isn't it? Yeah, someone, um, but he's one like, name only upsets me a little bit. It puts me on edge. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's um, he's not a number nine, and we've got players that can play as a false nine if that's what they're thinking about, or that's what the yeah. rumours are. Who uh, knows? Um, if it was a loan with an option to buy, that would make a lot of sense because this would actually be a period of bedding in. But I don't think he fixes any problems. I, I'm still, I'm, I'm banging the Lorente drum now, and I think, and this is a bold prediction, right? But mm. I think, come. come I think come in uh, Kane's return, hmm. I think there'll be a question mark whether or not he, <laughs> <laughs> he should even get in the side because Lorente will have tore up trees. What um, I reckon in the next ten games, Lorente's going to bag twelve goals. It wouldn't surprise me if Lorente did all right, did okay. <laughs> yeah, what right. else could you expect from a backup striker when we need one? Yeah. If he comes in and does all right, then that's. That's right. That's yeah. half of the court. But we'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, it's just if we'd have won against United and that had happened, maybe my view would have changed. But it's just it was all just a shit day all around, really. Yeah, yeah, it is. And you and you, you were you were kind of quite angst ridden at the start of this week about it all. Yeah, I'm, I'm still. I'm not. I don't know. I just have, as ever with Tottenham and with football as well. I just have, um, I have gut feelings. About all sorts, whether it, whether it's good or bad. This is it. This is it. And we're like, we, it'll be fine. And you were like, I know I'm right. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, 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 I don't want to be right. Yeah, but I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking but, nonsense. But I just, it, it's just one of those things where my general feeling around the club at the minute is well, everything revolves around Pochettino for me, and I don't. I want him to be enjoying this next six months as <laughs> much as fucking possible, mm. so he doesn't want to go anywhere. Mm. I just don't want. Like a death by a thousand cuts by the end of this season. Uh, look, I, Pochettino, Daniel Levy obviously knows how important Pochettino is. Mm. He's not going to be doing anything to upset that horse. Well, in let's the... hope. I just think, you know, look, because, Daniel Levy is a long is a long term thinker in terms of that. He would have said, look, everything that's going on with Stadium and everything, he was still they'll still have been planning for when Pochettino goes eventually, whether they sacked him or whether he was or whether he left somewhere. They mm. do that anyway. They'll have contingency plans all the time about who they think would be the next person. Be daft as a business if they didn't. Yeah. And I just I, I do worry that sometimes with the whole stadium and the NFL thing and everything, but he would look at it long term and go you know, if if it really did come to push to shove, would he would he fight as hard? I don't I don't know. I'd like to think so, but um, know, it just makes me nervous. But I, I but any good businessman looks at the short term and the long term. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Prochettino's the the most important part to yeah. the short term. In, mm-hmm. Are you cold? No, no. Just getting comfy. <laughs> are you comfy? Well, if a man can't take his jeans off in another man's car, <laughs> then I don't know what you want from me. Uh, what else has been going on? Um, we got we got some questions. We've got loads of questions, actually. So what we thought we'd do is just run through a few of these um, because they're generally more interesting than... What, about football? They are about football. Okay. 
Um, they are more, uh, generally more interesting than the talking points that we come up with. Um, <laughs> Who did the run order, T? Uh, <laughs> T didn't do it. That's one <laughs> there isn't one, but to be fair to T, it's unfair to ask him to do it every single Absolutely. time. Um, it's the only time. The only time I get a little bit perplexed is when he goes, "I'll do it," or it's done, and I look at it, and it's like two points. <laughs> but that's very this rare. Off air discussion. And, and he's, fly- like, he's flying. The running orders have been absolutely top draw he's recently. Fine. He's fine. Um, David Bauer say- Bauman says, "Is it possible that Son could prioritise club over country and sabotage his tournament performance to enable Swift res- return to Spurs?" We got an assist on the first game against. Yeah, livid. China. What is he doing? Yeah, kick it out of play. Just, yeah, just, I've never seen him deliver a corner like that for us. No, it's fucking missile, isn't it? And the thing is, it's like you say, he could have curled that with the outside of his boot, curled it out of play and into play, mm. and and done us all a favour. He, he made me feel like I was watching my missus out at a club dancing with another guy. And I was like, <laughs> never dirty dances like that with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> There's a good question actually from uh, Doctor Winston 001 he says, once oh, yeah, Winston. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, once a player leaves the club, whether it's through through their choice or ours, I no longer care what they do or have any affiliation with them until they retire. At which point, I allow myself to think like them a bane. Think that, like to sorry, I allow myself to like them a bane. Which current player's wife would you sleep with? <laughs> would you like to sleep with the most? Uh, I don't really nice, know what... nice change in pace there in the last. Yeah. Current player, wife. I mean, they're all, they're all going to be very attractive women. Yeah, I don't really know many of them. Anyone? I'm I know not is... really. Uh, I've got to be honest. I'm not really into really beautiful women. Not to say my, <gasps> my missus isn't beautiful. She is, but you know, women that think they're beautiful is okay. intensely un- unattractive for me. Uh... I don't. I don't like that. I like like you know on 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 Twitter. Yeah, where they go, what's on your mind? And there's a picture of this woman, like oh, really fuck me, really yeah. fit woman who's like drop dead gorgeous. And the fact that she's she knows it and tweets it makes me think I wouldn't go near you with yeah, a okay. ten I, yeah, I agree with yard that. barge pole. I don't really know any of the current players' wives, to be honest. I love that expression. Or well, drop dead gorgeous. No, a, ten, yeah. a, a barge pole. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go near a barge pole. <laughs> ten foot barge ten, pole. Ten foot, you're just prodding her. Get, <laughs> get the fuck away from me, bitch. Um, the old one, I don't like the idea of sleeping with another man's woman. That leaves me un, un, feeling uncomfortable. Uh, like I wouldn't I'm do not, it. Not if I knew someone was attached, I wouldn't do it. Well, they can't be that attached, then, could they? Well, she wouldn't sleep with you. Well, that's it. And 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 the weird thing about that is, I bet the husband doesn't know. So imagine doing that to Jan Vertonghen's missus, or Harry Kane's missus, probably mm. not hers. But <laughs> what? That is me. Why? Why not? <laughs> um, well, I just think out of all of the players' wives, it doesn't matter. The, um, Surely you've learnt this lesson. Yeah, I have learnt this. Lesson. I'm only mucking. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it because you know people might find out, and it, you wouldn't go down in like folklore in a, a Tottenham fan base for shagging one of the players. Upset- yeah, you'd have ups- to be one of the, one of the ones that everyone hates. Yeah, upsetting. Old school Musa, I would have done it. Everyone would have. I would have been a hero. Musa Dembele's gone, isn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was not about Sissoko, but yeah. But that is, oh right, right. Yeah, sorry, I just mean when Sissoko was crap. How did you? Uh, uh, how do you feel now he's gone? Gutted. I am gutted. I lo- did you see the interviews on? Um, the, the Spurs official no it was quite like it was like six and a half years he was with Spurs yeah it's a long it's time. that long how many games he played in that ten yeah not that many probably much fewer than he should it's just disappointing because especially now imagine what a 26 year old 27 year old Moussa Dembele could do in that team now man 
Well, Pochettino, or someone who had two hips. Pochettino, yeah. Well, this is a good question from Harlow C. He says, if you could sacrifice another current Spurs player and use their body parts to rebuild Dembele to full strength, who would you sacrifice and why? Trippier. But I'd be nervous about putting anything from Trippier in another human person's body. <laughs> Ben, Dave, ben Davis Harvest every fucking organ Of Ben Davis <laughs> you, Give it a fucking charity you, Or just a bin you, you, <laughs> Give Ben Davis to a bin <laughs> Just to get him you, So you've come full circle You, you hated him Do you know, Now it's nothing That performance against United Was fucking nothing Nothing great Nothing awful Just fucking boring Get out Where was Danny Rose? I don't know Ask Pochettino Well Sick of it. So what? Ben, Trip, Trip, Trippier and Ben. Davis. See, the thing is, is we've got we've got two ready-made fullbacks to replace them too. I, I think Trippier's fine, but I know he's getting a lot of sticks. So I'm not going to fight his corner again. He's a, he's but, a good player. He's in a terrible run of form. Yeah, um, but we've got Aurier and uh, Rose. Well, what should we talk about? Aurier? Well, yeah. Well, look, there's two schools of thought here. One, well, don't smack up your misses. Go go and smack up Trippier. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't know that he's smacked up his misses. Well, he's released release without charge. Yes, I agree. With so, um, but there are there are, there is a, a group of people quite close to the fighting cock hmm. who um, are, are just have done it now. They've, he's done for him. Like the homophobia and punching the copper was like they're willing to kind of put that to one side. Yeah, but the the police. Releasing someone without involvement charge. In, in, in a domestic dispute between a man and a woman, um, which resulted in the man being released without charge, is um, just it's, it's, like, it's like a final. It's a this straw that broke on the camel's back. It surprised me the the race to judgment when someone has been re- released without charge. To say, oh, we probably did it anyway, because yeah. we are very critical of people either on a different political stream to us or a different football opinion stream of us of different clubs who tend to do that a lot. Yeah. And we were right on it. It surprised me slightly. As a fan base. But, but, but I think that in that instance, the you, the fans that did uh, go after Aurea are doing it from the perspective of, of they already have an issue with him. Perhaps, yeah. Um, can I, I'll tell you an anecdote. A friend of mine um, on New Year's Day got into a massive row with her partner. Huge one. It was over someone agreed to go out on New Year's Eve, but then reneged and the other person couldn't go out. So right. there's good reason for an argument. Mm. Um, it was so loud that the police got called to their house. Um, four of them. They interviewed them in separate rooms and then afterwards took the man out out of the house. Right. And her issue was, why are they taking the man out of the house? Why aren't they taking me? Yeah. And I'm saying from in this instance, and I'm not sure if there's there's no way we know anything any details about Aurier's situation, but in that instance, the man was treated as the aggressor regardless without knowing the facts and was yep. taken away from the house. Mm-hmm. That might have been the case here. Yep. It might have been that Aurier's just found out that his missus was cheating on him and he went mental. Mm. Or There was no absolutely no evidence to suggest he hit yeah. her in any way. All that, all that happened is that... All that could have happened is that they got into some sort of ferocious argument, and anyone, and I, I you must have had like blazing rows of your yeah, your absolutely. missus. Yeah. Um, I haven't with my current one actually. We're quite good, but my my last one, fucking hell, terrible. Sometimes. Do you know what the best ones are? Just like, wait, no wait. one knows shit. So stop yeah. fucking. But like, but or he did do something, right? Yeah. But but we don't know whether that whether that is true yet or ever, and it was just like well. 
And I just saw a lot of people saying to other people, look, why don't you just wait? Let's just wait, find out what actually happened. And then and then, and then he, we can say, get out of our club or, you know, we don't want him to play again or whatever. But then it was just so quick. It's like or, evolution amongst bacteria, just so fucking quick. Yeah, but it's, that's, 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 that's the internet now. That's Twitter. It's like, quick, outrage, jump on, quick, jump on Twitter and tweet some stuff. Do you know what the best arguments are with your missus eyes? The ones when you know secretly yeah, you're in the wrong. <laughs> They're the best ones. Give me right? an example. Because I'll go big. Yeah. <laughs> you double down. Yeah, you, I mean, you just say words, just sentences that yeah, mean you, nothing in the context of what you're talking about. Have you ever been so angry that you you kind of you, you're, you're 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 fully committed, knowing that you're you're wrong, but you're so angry at that point that all you wanted to do is win. Yeah. Oh, just every time. Yeah. Uh, it's they're 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 my favourite ones. I'm, my, I hate arguing. My, I hate. Yeah, it. I do as well. But sometimes it is like you know what, you're not having this. You're not having this. Just you've got me on a technicality, and I'm not having it. <laughs> uh, best Dembele midfield partner, Sandro, before the ACL injury, Wanyama before he died, or Dyer. So we- yeah, what is Dembele doing to all these people? I know he's he's destroying them in training. That's from right. Dembele Sandro at, at its peak was good fun because Sandro was a bit of me. I love that. I loved Sandro, yeah. And, and Dembele was just. I felt Dembele was. When he came, is like, like it was a period of time when he he wasn't amazing, was he? And he was kind of dribbled sideways, right and left, and then it not much end product. I just feel in the last eighteen months is when he's really come into his own, and then his hips went at his absolute best. Is that is this latest period of when he was fit? Before then, it wasn't he wasn't revered quite as much as he is now. Yeah, uh, Gerd 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 de Kaiser. That must be his actual name. Uh, Rate Dembele as a Spurs player. I follow. I followed the club since 1985, and in my opinion, he's one of the best I've seen. Very important for Pochettino's Spurs. Where does he rank as as the best best players you've seen? What always What always makes me second guess whether I think they're the best, whether they're uh, an outstanding player or not, is when you hear other players talk about them. Yeah, and without fail, almost every time I've heard other players talking about our squad, Dembele is is mentioned. And that probably tells you all you need to know. I think, like I said, I, I, I think there's a period in his last, in this last eighteen months to two years, of when it's really gone a step up, and that's probably because what Pochettino needed him to do, Championship, Champions League performance, yeah, and what Pochettino needed him to do and asked him to do in the in the in the setup that we had was so evident. And when he did it well, it was it was fucking good. Yeah. Uh, whereas I'm not sure it was particularly <coughs> highlighted or used to the best of his capacity before. Do you think um, it was one of the most impressive things was because of his size and mm. his strength, and those are the two things that we kind of knew him for, and his ability to to carry the ball, but the the sort of depth foot and and kind of the way he could glide over the. Uh, he gives you time. He gives you time and space to think because because you're in a position where you think shit, we're going to lose the ball, we're going to get on the count, they're going to be able to counter, and he just didn't lose it. And then there was times where you're slightly slightly out of position, or the or the team's been caught on a counter or a break, or something's gone through a different type of position of the pitch that you weren't expecting. And he would be able to get in there, hold that ball, and break those lines as well with the ball and get past someone. Just allow other players yeah. to gamble. Wouldn't someone you? that can get past a player. Delhi Delhi does it now, mm. and Harry Kane does it actually a lot. Once they've gone past that player, it changes the whole outlook yeah. of what of what you're then facing in front of you as a as a defense in front of you. Um, I just keep I can't get the picture out of my head it's when he gets his first game for the, for the side he, the side he's joined and uh, and and like the Chinese players just trying to tackle him like what are they going to do like first of all first of all 
like they're obviously going to be garbage yeah like shit aren't they like the best players are the kind of reject rejected Premier League footballers who are only there because of the money they're not there because they actually give a shit about it at all yeah they're the best players in that league so Dembele's done it just last season against some of the best midfielders in, in, in Europe mm. so imagine them I'd imagine a much shorter smaller man mm. I mean I know it's racial stereotyping but yeah. it's a fact that Chinese people are shorter than what's the average height would you say 5'8 nothing wrong with 5'8 I don't know why you're looking at me like that but 5'8 is a, just, is a standard size I don't, I'm not, yeah. it's not a criticism you're and from, I am fucking 5'8 as well right because I measured myself against the kids height chart the other day and I've got his proof you're not so you're, anyone that fucking wants my, to challenge me on 5'8 my come, missus, come come round and stand is, next to the giraffe <laughs> my missus is 5'3 and you'll fuck me if you're taller than that fuck off <laughs> that is mental fuck look at that that's a big plane that is a big plane what's that that's, that's, that's like army plane you got Bryce Norton haven't you at the red have we? Yeah, I don't know what it means. It's an army base. Yeah, you're you're five four at most. Fuck off! What does it matter to you? Well, it doesn't. But it's you know, people say I'm not. You're no. You know, you're not a tall man. So I'm, it doesn't matter whether no, you're I'm five. Tall, yeah, but I'm tall in you know other ways. In China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're no. You're not. You're you're not a tall man. So it doesn't matter whether or not you're five foot three or five foot eight. Of course it does. Why? Of course it does. You're married. You've got a beautiful child. Irrelevant. Um. Do you do you love your daughter a little bit less now that you don't go to you're not going to Thailand? Mm. There is an atmosphere, yeah. Yeah, you look. She's like, she's like, Dad, <laughs> yeah, give us a cuddle, and you're like, you get out of my face. Later, later, later. <laughs> Come on, um, Philip Rochus. Rochus. Just that. read someone's name that you can read. Read that, Philip Rochakust. Rochakust. He says, uh, if we sign anyone in January, can it be Bielsa? He's fucking mental. <laughs> He's mad, he, he is mental, isn't he? I love what it. What was this? He called a press conference, tell it, like briefing the press that oh, I might resign, might resign. Well, he room- came out and just doubled down and said, "I'm a fucking don." Yeah, right. No, the um, rumours of i.e. people are putting two and two together and getting five, but uh, so I thought that he might be resigning because of this whole spy thing, and then instead just pulls his cock out and slaps it on the table <laughs> and said, yeah I have and I've done it to everyone <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let me break down the information I have so that everybody has it and he destroyed Frank Lampard's just it, like everything he goes he's got a 49% chance of playing 4-3-3 and he doesn't use a number 8 and you're like Lampard sits there mate <laughs> yeah. like, you're fucking alright it's, it's bad enough that you have it now every cunt has it I've got to change my entire system Beautiful. Um, it doesn't give a fuck. It's not against the rules. I don't give a fuck. No. We're in a competition. And, and if you think that that doesn't happen across the whole board, yeah. then you're extremely naive. Maybe with top Premier League clubs where it's security is mental. Yeah. But I mean, it, and if Bielsa could get into him, he would. AVB but... used to do it. What didn't I, Mourinho once accused uh, Wenger of doing it? It's called him a voyeur and has like dossiers on our players and stuff. But that's it, proper it, preparation. That's professional, in my <coughs> It's a competition. Football's a competition. Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't they use every advantage? Yep. Okay. Like I get this, the lack of sportsmanship in in our country, but that that's not real. That's just a, a custom. What's the difference between that and diving? No, not nothing. Nothing, but yeah, just yeah. one's kind of like not not accepted, but kind of it's like a, you see it more. You see well. it more often, yeah. Um, yeah, I just I think people need to lighten up. I, I, I mean, like Bielsa, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't want him managing Spurs. Like if and and I, that's that tweet would suggest that we replace Pochettino with him. Um, I don't think there's a a club in the world that would replace 
Pochettino with Bielsa at the moment. No. What he's doing at Leeds is incredible work, but he has failed so many times mm. because of the way he behaves and because of how he man manages and his breakdown in relationships with owners of the club. It's only a matter of time before that all goes tits up at yeah. Leeds. No, don't get me wrong. He's an incredible manager and has done amazing things, but in the real world, not for me, Bob. No, agreed. Uh, Marshall Tottenham says, "Why does everyone? Sorry, why does everything you love in life end up leaving?" <laughs> it's quite deep, isn't it? Um, I mean, it's just part of. Like, I mean, we have lost a lot at Spurs. Yeah, we're not allowed nice things very Carrick, much these days. Berbatov, mm. Sheringham. I know we got Robbie Keane back, but I was gutted when Robbie Keane went. But we got half of Robbie Keane back because it's it, it, it's he'd it, it, it broken our hearts in two. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's um, Bale. Bale, um, Frank Arneson. Yep. Remember that? Mm. We were just on the up. Yeah. Uh, good question. George Blackwell, he says, signing that ne- signing that never happened. Is it Pochettino in front of that car? <laughs> Looks like it. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does, it? <laughs> He's in Farringdon. He heard about it. He's coming down. Signing that never happened. Which player did you, uh, you want the most? Damiao, Moutinho, Van Bommel. One I had when I was a kid, Enzo Schifo, we were linked with. You, no idea. No, he, he, he was the captain of Belgium. But Belgium had garbage, and there was it was rumored in. The, and when I say rumored, back in the day, we would get our information from teletext, club call. And club call. Yeah. Are you tell you guys tell me about club call, and it makes me it makes my teeth itch. It, it's uh, it was like do you know you know like um, uh, you know, do you know what it makes me think of right? If you listen, if anyone's listened to S, that S Town podcast, yeah, with Joby McElmore, and. They, and he meets this chat towards the end. They're telling about the, this uh, this uh, relationship he had with a guy, and they met through, through this sec- gay dating line where you just leave man. a message about yourself, and then you would beep if you liked it. Uh, yeah, on the phone. That's so that, what it reminds. That's what it makes me put but, in my mind. But pre-internet, that's that's the way people communicated with each other. Like on like for that, it was like a it was like an app, but on the phone. Mm. Well, Club Call was different though, because what they would do, it was the same premise as as clickbait. Now, so what they would do. Is that would say Spurs linked Spurs swoop? It's where all that generic, yeah, yeah, yeah. cliched transfer chat came from. Spurs swoop for nine million striker? Yeah. Question mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, I've got to find that. I've got to find because <laughs> yeah. we didn't know they were well ahead of their Is it time. Like one pound fifty a minute or something. Easily, and you'd ring it up and you'd listen to a recorded message, but the recorded message didn't go straight to the story you want. It would loop, and the loop would oh, be to wait. five minutes. So you wait for your story to come around, and then you slam it down. Fucking losers. Um, but no, but we were. I was fourteen. I was desperate about anything. And the other way we did it, which was cheaper, was just look at the back of the papers. Anyway, uh, the back of the mirror. What was the options he gave us then? What players? Uh, Damiao. Yeah. So what, that was Didn't my... really know much. I, there was more of a name. I remember watching him at the um, the Olympics final at Wembley when they lost to Mexico. Garbage. I'm thinking he was absolute shite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Moutinho. Yeah, I was gutted about that. Uh, Van Bommel. Van Bommel. I can't remember Van Bommel being. Moutinho was Moutinho was up, and but more so because it was, it seemed like it was done. Yeah. And then it was like, oh no, it's not. He went to Monaco, didn't mm-hmm. he? Um. Yeah. It did. It felt like a, a Van der Vaart kind of yes. last moment. It's going to happen. But it was, wasn't it? It was the last hour. Thirty million quid agreed. Blah blah blah. I remember one Christmas day, I was lying on my sofa and I was looking at my phone, and uh, it said that Spurs had it was all but completed a deal to sign Wesley Schneider. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a good one. But, um, Willie and I was quite excited about. Yeah. What else? Uh, what else we got? Have we talked about United? Have we done a podcast since the United game? 
Yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, okay. What do you... What, what do you why no, 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 I just, why, I just thought, oh, is there anything else to talk what about? What do you mean, have we done a podcast? I don't, I, I don't know. Why I don't do. you listen to the podcast I do. you're not on? I do, sometimes. Listen to the last one, it was good. Okay. Ricky's told some funny stories. Well, you say this, but sometimes you say stuff like this and tell me to listen to stuff, and the only other time you've told me to listen to stuff directly yeah. is when you've took the piss out of me for 20 minutes. Yeah. So I'll give it a try. Yeah, have, give it a listen. <laughs> Simon Fraser says, not really a question, but I feel like poor sh- pure shit and miss him already. <laughs> oh what Dembele yeah um, I think that's you don't think we'll sign anyone no I don't think so mate I, I... not even in midfield what, like, who? who who are we going to go who, what, why? there must be something because now it's not like the start of the season when it was like you, you know it's got to be tangible benefits really for the first team yeah this is this is about squad filling though which is easier to do in January it's just whether they'll spend the money and everything that's going on, we don't know. Fuck knows what's going on in the stadium. I still think that there's something not quite right. What, um, what, how old was you when you found your first porn? How old? <coughs> yeah. Uh, found. Yeah, I yeah. remember, fi- uh, oh, quite late by the time I found. Yeah, we had, we had, uh, we had a, like a, it was like love, we had like our own version of love film in our village with porn. What do you mean, love? Well, we just <laughs> love had, film. Like, we all so, just, we so all just the mail order. We were, no, we all just put, swapped put, put, it. We had uh, the kitty who I lived with afterwards. We just had a bit stacked, so we would just go around and just share. Was it VHS? No, DVD. Fucking hell. How old are you? Uh, I'm 31. I suppose. What? Um, so you, you'd you'd have a stash of, and I presume they're in like little plastic sleeves. Little plastic wallets. Did you yeah. get some of the blokes that didn't respect the plastic sleeves as much as the others? Yeah, and we also had ones that someone would slip in a bit of, uh, you know. Uh, mano a mano uh, <laughs> porn in there and you'd be and you just stick, stick it in get ready everyone's everyone's we used to live three of us in uh, in this house I remember the guy that came around used to come around with like a wallet you know like a big CD wallet yeah, we should keep in the car yeah so we go through it and you go right I'll have X, Y and Z so yeah. it for it's like two in the afternoon we're all sat in the living room and go <laughs> <laughs> I go to bed, lads. I'll see you later. Everyone goes up into, into I'm gonna the room. Go, I'm going to go to bed for, and I remember, for six minutes. And I remember Jason, he, uh, within about, after about five, ten minutes, he went, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> 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 we, we, could, we had to wait a few minutes before we could go in. But it was just there, some guy getting absolutely pounded. <laughs> I mean, did you ever find yourself, like, got back, like, drunk from night out, um, and you've ended up with the, the Mano O Mano, and uh, just thought, Oh, I've got nothing else. Uh, no. Let's give it a go. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. But I remember we did watch one out of just curiosity. <laughs> curiosity. Well, we wanted to know when... whether it was, you know, like, was it was it manly? You know, was it like, hello, mate, all right, what are you doing, fancy? <laughs> or, or was it or was it like quite sensual? Yeah. But it wasn't. It was like a guy at a computer desk and his boss had come over to, you know, check whether he printed that form. <laughs> Started rubbing his shoulder a little bit and then, you know, that was it. The Before dick, you could see it. The it was dick a, was out. Great big dick in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Wallop. <laughs> Wallop. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, yeah. What? What? What was the first one you found though? Uh, first one I found was with Jade Fire. What well, we talked about in the WhatsApp group. So uh, someone else asked us a question about whether or not the thirty percent podcast is going to come out. Yes, it definitely is, and I think the most likelihood in order for us to get it right um, will probably be at the end of the football season but maybe not maybe before and we need to know what people really want to hear no no what it is what it is I've I've figured it out is we need a theme for each episode okay so porn yeah 
that would be a home run. Yeah, so easy. Everyone, everyone started telling their stories. We found some mad shit out about. about some, like people were just got very open. <laughs> Everyone's just spilling their guts. Going, oh fuck yeah, I remember. Oh, I, I, I've never told anyone this, but I just did. Yeah. I stuck my dick in this, and anyway, it was it was glorious, and and that's what I want the thirty percent podcast to be. Um, so we're gonna have a theme for each one. So one might be drugs, one might be porn, one might be relationships, one, yeah. whatever it is, um, and then we start with that theme. And then we'll we'll field questions from people that's as well. Good. I yeah, think that's, that's what, how it's going to work. So, did, sorry, did you tell us when you first? My my first one was um, I found it. it was in my dad's. This is the most cliche thing. Found it in my dad's cupboard under his jumpers, <laughs> and he must have known that I'd kept because he, he had about seven, and they were VHS tapes. They, they weren't no DVDs. They're tapes. Yeah. And um, I used to take them upstairs and pray because he would be. So I had a three story house, right? I'd be at the top bedroom where my bedroom was and i think right I need a wank and I'd run downstairs get it and then creep back upstairs yeah, 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 push yeah. it back in knock one out and get back put it back and get back to his bedroom fucking hell right and I was convinced and I used to be so like anxious it was proper anxious like my, yeah you my, put it back upside down or something or, yeah I put it back in the wrong way or <laughs> or that he would come upstairs and get something from his bedroom now the adult in me now I'd go it doesn't matter if you come upstairs because he's not going to be rifling through his fucking <laughs> drawer trying to find porn every single time he goes back up to his bedroom Flav have you seen Inspector <laughs> Gadget yeah so I I didn't need to worry but in my 15 14 15 year old mind I was like every time my dad goes into the bedroom yeah, he checks yeah. his porn stash uh, the first thing I found was not a, was not uh, you know audio digital it was it was a magazine Oh yeah, I, I can't yeah. remember whether I told this story on here before, but I, uh, I I was out walking my boss's dog. I was like, oh, I must be fifteen, sixteen. I used to have to take this boss's dog out for a walk across the field every day. And I remember walking through, and they, you know, the hedge where they trim the hedges, yeah, and this big field. And I saw, I was it, like, oh, in the hedge, boob, yeah, right, pointed out. And then, oh yeah, fuck, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, what's that? Went in there, and it was this this I can't remember what it was, you know, hustler, let's say, and the, but it had been you know, ripped apart, right. I spent every lunchtime taking that dog up there and putting that magazine back together uh, <laughs> for about 10 days. Sorry, right? what? And then at the end of them 10 days, I had a glorious wank underneath a sycamore tree. <laughs> 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 Threw the ball for the dog as far as I could. <laughs> Go on, Rex. Go get Just it. That. <laughs> um, what... What do you mean piecing it back together? It, it was like it wasn't like tiny, tiny little pieces. It was like loads of bits all together. So I like made I made in the end some of it wasn't like the right pages. So I made it like a porn collage, if you like. <laughs> uh, and then was like, right, well that does the job. <laughs> it was like it was seen the Truman Show where he's putting together that picture of a girl that uh, that he met when he was a kid, and then they like whisk her away. And he put he takes all these women's magazine, and he gets like the he eyes tries to and make the nose. Right. That's what I did with some right. with some porn stars. So she had amazing tits, and a bit of a you know oh, so you, white tits, like a, a make, black fanny, make, so, yeah, <laughs> Asian hips. <laughs> it was great. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of a taste of what the thirty percent podcast would be like. I think, and I hope. Um, do you want me to drive you around to your car? Nah, I'll walk. I don't want people seeing me with you. Okay. Mm. And no one knows us around here. That's true. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. 
Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs> 